Hey guys, welcome back to Missing Out Mondays, where we tell you what we're into, start your week off right. I'm Tari J. Hi Tari J, I'm Lex Michael. Hi Lex Michael. Oh my gosh, what are you into this week? All right, so I'm still on that Filmstruck kick. Uh, nice. Finally, it's like, I, it's like I tapped the vein, man, and like I'm just, I'm mainlining classic and world cinema and classic world cinema Ooh. Ooh. so just just uh, this past week i'm finally diving into the work or certainly the more popular known works of roberto rossellini uh i had i've only really dabbled in italian neorealism neo uh I, there's some fellini that i like a great deal but i really had not jumped into rossellini before in uh in in any detailed way so jumping on a film struck and i pulled they've got a ton and he's got a big 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 catalog uh but i i started with his war trilogy and i'm now two of three films into his war trilogy his war trilogy is rome open city uh, uh paisan and germany year zero both shot in italy uh mid 40s uh, but oh, oh but i've only watched the two shot in italy mid 40s shortly after the war and, uh, you know, part of what informs the neorealist style is almost like a, a documentary and almost newsreel looking aesthetic in many scenes, a blend of professional and non-professional actors. And it feels very much like you are experiencing these stories as they're happening um, to the people that they happen to. And in some cases, that is actually what's happening. Hmm. Uh Really, really fascinating, and also there is a there's a looseness to the storytelling, and that's I think a byproduct of the pseudo docu documentary style. Paisan, in particular, uh, apparently was not at all successful in Italy when it was first released, and it wasn't until it found popularity in France that it became more popular elsewhere. Apparently, it is Martin Scorsese's uh, one of Martin Scorsese's favorite movies. Interesting. And certainly, uh, I believe his favorite of Rossellini's output. But if I'm not mistaken, he has cited it as one of his favorite movies. Period. Um, but it's it's not surprising to me that it found success in France. If you look at Rossellini's style, uh, and more broadly the Italian neorealist style, but I think uh, Rossellini's style in particular, you can trace a direct line uh, from what Rossellini was doing stylistically that we hadn't really seen before to what... Uh, we'd see come out of the French new wave specifically. I mean, like uh, Francois Truffaut and Jean-Luc Godard, uh, especially. I mean, if you look at, even just look at like Rome Open City and then watch Breathless, mm -hmm. uh, subject matter overlaps pretty much not at all. But stylistically, you can see the DNA of one on the other. I'm not suggesting that you'd watch Breathless and go, this was absolutely made by the same filmmaker. For one, they're speaking French in this one. Uh, but... The DNA, I think, is is inescapably there. So that's that's kind of what I'm doing. And I think they're, you know, it's not, um, you know, they're not, they, they don't necessarily get my blood racing. And I'm not like, Oof, I just got to like, I'm so hooked in. I got to see what's going to happen next and all. But it's such an interesting experience and so different from the experience that I think we have watching modern American movies. Mm -hmm. But you watch, it's interesting to go back, to follow lines of influence back. You can see... You can still see things in movies today that are are lingering remnants stylistically of the French New Wave, if we're going to make that big a jump back. And yeah. then, of course, French New Wave direct line back to uh, the Italian Eurealist. So that, that part of it's very interesting. But also, one thing I love about classic world cinema is, is you appreciate the context in which it was made. You have to appreciate the context in which it was made, especially in a case like uh, Rome Open City or like Paisan, where... Context is everything. It's it's about 
a, a moment in time in a specific location. And it's about that moment in time in that specific location in our world. This isn't a fictionalized version. Some of these stories are fictionalized to an extent, but this is these. it's based on things that really happened and impacted, uh, of course, the whole world, but in this case, specifically Italy, in a massive, massive way. And as you learn about the context, you're able to better learn not just the film history, but you're better able to get a sense of world history from a perspective that isn't American. Yeah. And I find that to be invaluable. Now, of course, you have to have the intellectual curiosity to want to pursue that knowledge. But for me, that's been the the biggest. And of course, I'm still I'm very much a student. I don't I don't profess to be an expert on world history as as perceived by Roberto Rossellini or anybody uh, of uh, uh, native Italian origin. Yeah. But in in learning about Rossellini's specific style, you also learn about its context in film history. You then can take one step back and learn about the sociopolitical uh, historical context of Italy at that time in the world, a time that was completely to reshape the world as we understood it. Uh, I highly recommend it. If that wasn't already clear, I'm going to be checking out Germany Year Zero pretty soon. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, if you... If you uh, are somebody who is not used to watching older movies, I get that there is a bit of a learning curve. You essentially have to teach yourself how to watch them because the language, the film language is so removed. And in many cases, yes, rudimentary, though that does not inherently mean inferior, but rudimentary compared to a lot of the whiz bang that we're used to seeing now. I would recommend if you feel sometimes like, even if it's not a long movie, the fact that there is that barrier for you makes the movie feel, if it's an hour and a half, makes it feel like it's five hours long. Mm-hmm. Maybe start with Paisan because these aren't, there's no, it's not a serialized story. You know, they're all one-offs that just fall under this this one topical umbrella. Start. I would say start with Paisan because Paisan is split into six episodes. Okay. So you can watch like 20 minute segments of it. And then if you're really like, I got to take a break because you just haven't, you know, you haven't internalized the language of uh, classic world cinema, for example. It's like, all right, I got my little 20-minute episode. Now I can go take a break. I can go, like, well, watch Infinity War again. And then I can come back. And I, no judgment. That's probably what I would do. Uh, then I can come back. And I can watch another episode of got it. it. Uh, but very cool. And in Paisan, there's a there's a range of different kinds of stories. They're, they're all set against the backdrop of war, of course. It's set during the Allied invasion of Italy. But... Uh, but but uh, love stories, stories about about children, stories about uh, uh, different factions and how if you're if you're taken and they're not going to recognize your your status as like a, a combatant who should be treated as a prisoner of war, mm-hmm. that's going to go very poorly for you. Whole bunch of different types of stories set against this one backdrop, and you see how that backdrop, th- this war, just permeates every facet of everybody's lives. Um, I could go for a while longer, but honestly, I check check it out, and of course, ton ton of great. Eventually, Filmstruck's just gonna have to like pay us because I'm just gonna keep plugging their <laughs> shit. Like, it's uh, yeah, indispensable resource, and I think it's well worth it if you have any interest in yeah Italian neorealism, but any interest in you know that place in time and history, and also figuring out like, well, what do I think I have a clear handle on perception wise that maybe. I'm flat wrong about, or maybe I could could use a little bit of refinement that yeah. you're not going to get unless you see it through the eyes of somebody experiencing it on the other side of the world. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, cool. 
Uh, I am into 12 Monkeys, this series on sci-fi. How is that? Um, I like it a lot. I think that it, the thing that appeals to me the most is they have a very grounded sense of, of time travel. Um, and they have, a, uh, I'd say, like really compelling characters. Uh, actions have consequences. And something that I really like about Canadian sci-fi uh, is that they are really good about making their lead characters, very strong females, which I really appreciate. Um, uh, Cause like in, if you've seen the movie, which I haven't, so don't tell me anything about it. Um, I, I have, but it was so long ago that I could barely tell you anything about it. Yeah. Uh, from what I know of the movie, the, the, the main girl in the show, she, she in the movie was basically just a kidnapped victim that Bruce Willis was forcing to do a bunch of things um and she has a lot more like agency and she's she's basically the driving force in the show which I really like um and then Brad Pitt's character who was the one in the uh, the mental institution was right. changed to a female character um who is super quirky um really kind of a tragic character but very fun at the same time um, so I really like the characters. I really like the time travel rules. Um, I really like the amount of intrigue they introduce into the storyline. Um, it has, I keep comparing it to Orphan Black, which has a lot of different layers of intrigue. Just so like, just when you think you understand what's going on, there's always something new that like keeps you invested. Um, and there are a lot of different turns and they do a lot of, uh, fun stuff with time travel. So I think it's, it's a good show. Cool. I like it. I, I've heard really good things about it. I have no, I have no time for more shows. I mean, I just it's fine. have no, I have no time. But um, I, 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 I'm agonized by my lack of time <laughs> because I hear so. There's so much now that is uh, apparently of high quality, and Twelve Monkeys is one that every time I hear anyone bring it up, even if only very briefly and in passing, it's always to say something positive about that show. Yeah. Well, it's in its last season, so uh, you can so how wait- many seasons? Uh, four. Okay. So you can wait until it ends, 13 episodes per season, okay. hour-long show. Um, so once it's done, I'm sure everything will be up on Hulu, so you can just catch up that way. Is it, do you know, Is it, presumably it's at least a semi-serialized story. It is fully serialized. Okay, full, so, okay, so then do you know if they are getting to actually end it, or is it just going to end? I believe that they're ending it. Okay, so we are going to presumably get however however uh, much they intend to resolve the story, we're going to get some resolution. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So that is my recommendation for the week. Um, guys, let us know what you're into. Uh, you can do so on our Twitter, which is Missing Outcast, M-I-S-S-I-N-G-O-U-T-C-A-S-T. Um, you can also do it on our personal Twitters. Mine is at Tari J, T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And mine is at the Lex Michael. Dope. So uh, make sure to join us tomorrow uh, where we talk about the 2015 film by Denis Villeneuve, uh, Sicario. That's close. Denis so close. Denis Villeneuve. As long as, as if you're at a, like a noisy bar, you could get away with that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so it should be a really fun discussion. Uh, so make sure to join us. Until then, see you next week. Bye. Can you just can you just do that? Can can you in that voice, whatever character that is, be the other side of the conversation? Sure. Hello, Tori. My name is Lex Michael. Oh, that's not you. Gotta. It's not me. That's not man. Oh. That's that's uh, slanderous. 
My name is Michael Lex. Yes. It's just it's just far enough off the mark that I can't sue. It's true. Ha <laughs> Just, uh, just. Mm. Mm, yes. Mm. And I have thoughts on Sicario. Ooh. Yes. Is this, is this all staying in? Is this, I uh, mean, it's it's somewhere. Is this all? Uh, is, this, is this missing out Monday? It's gonna be. Or should I? Sh- I should start us. I should start. Probably. Us. I don't know what's happening. 